Welcome to episode 126 of the FLW podcast in, uh, man, where are we? Orlando. In Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> Orlando, Florida. I'm Jody White. I'm joined by also in Orlando, Kyle Wood, and we are going to talk a little bit of iCast and a little bit of 2017 Walmart FLW tour schedule. Sound Woo-hoo. like a plan? Oh, yeah. All right. I guess let's start off with the schedule. It's easiest. It's fastest. It is. Um, February 16th through 19th, Lake Travis in texas march 9th through the 12th harris chain in florida lake cumberland april 6th through 9th beaver lake april 27th through 30th the mississippi river at lacrosse wisconsin uh what pools are those probably be seven eight nine i'm gonna guess are the fishable pools beautiful may 18th through the 21st and then finishing off uh near but not at our nation's capital uh June 15th through 18th on the Potomac River. So, uh, there we go. Yeah. I tell you what, if you uh, had told someone that that was the FLW tour schedule uh, for 2017, you told them that, you know, maybe, well, the news had leaked out pretty effectively, but maybe (laughs) in January, I don't think too many people would have believed you because it's not really an FLW tour schedule-looking schedule. Yeah, it's different. I dig it for that reason. Yeah, because here's the thing. I don't really know anything about Lake Travis other than... It's apparently Clark Winlet's home lake, so yeah. it's awesome by so. association. Uh, Harris Chain, I don't know a whole lot about, but it's in Florida. I know a fair bit about Cumberland, and it's going to be kind of cool. See, I don't really know anything about Cumberland. I know a lot about Beaver Lake. Uh, we've been, I've been there. Been there, yeah. yeah. Mississippi River, I know some about. Potomac River, I'm getting smart wise on. But it's kind of we're kind of mixing around, I think. I mean, the Potomac ought to be really good fishing. The Mississippi River ought to be really good fishing. Beaver will be Beaver Lake. Lake Cumberland could be pretty interesting. Yeah, but Beaver's been pretty good the last couple of years. Yeah. Aren't we going – I feel like end of April is a little bit later than we've gone recently. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit. So maybe more of a post-spawn bite. Potentially. Which I think that's how Andy Morgan won. I think it was a late year dun, dun, when dun. he won. So, I don't know, maybe look for that. That'll be cool. Just because I haven't really seen a post-spawn bite on Beaver Lake. I've only ever been there in the pre-spawn, pre-spawn, spawn type yeah. stuff. Uh, I don't know. What's what's your impression of, I guess, Travis to start out? Because usually we start in Florida. But we're starting in Texas. Yeah, and uh, I guess I don't know a whole lot about Travis. Apparently, uh, you can catch like quite a few fish, but size can be the one. The, poss- the issue? Yeah. Like, numbers, no issue. Like, every guy on tour should have a blast fishing it because you're going to be catching fish all day long. But, like, coming across a five-pounder, six-pounder, could be the okay. wild card kind of thing. Um, Wendlet said that it's kind of, like, it's a good tournament lake, and the mm-hmm. guys will spread out, and there's going to yeah. be different things to do. And we're probably going in the pre-spawn, um, unless you get some weird, some very warm weather. I think mm-hmm. it's a pre-spawn tournament. And that's, I guess... That's a positive from a weight perspective. It's yeah. hard to beat. It's hard to beat pre-spawn. I hear the jerkbait bite's pretty good on Travis. That'd be kind of cool. I'm looking forward to learning more about it because that one, 
Travis and Cumberland are going to be the two hardest ones to sort of pick a favorite at. I think. Yeah. Um, Outside of one lit for Travis. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, there's not, there aren't a whole lot of other pros from Texas who I would say have have a lot of experience there. Oh, there's definitely. plenty of guys in that neck of the woods who have a lot of experience on your Toledo Bend, the Sam Rayburn, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I don't know that that transitions over because they're right. they're pretty. I don't think they're the same type of lake. Right, right. I think Travis is more of a like a less grassy Texas lake, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so we got a schedule. Should be fun. Um, no cup yet. That'll no, be announced. We gotta wait uh, a couple weeks. That'll be announced at the cup. Um, I guess next up, ICAST. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're here. We've seen uh, about seven million things. I would say. <laughs> Do you have anything in particular that has stood out to you? And maybe it's just the last thing you saw, <laughs> but or um, any like general. Uh, impressions i mean i i feel like uh well obviously the new mincota old tracks pretty dope yep one best in show yeah overall deal i was playing around with it um in the little tank they have a little water tank that the choin motor's in so you can see how smooth it is mm-hmm. and it's sweet okay uh outside of that the new lose reels Pretty sweet. I like the rods better than the reels. Well, okay, so the rod, super cool, but I dig the idea of wind grips for the handle. Yeah, I... Especially on the spinning reel. Do you see the spinning reel they had with the wind grip? I, I was kind of uh, into that. I did not see the spinning reel with the wind grip. It's like a neon green and black Oh, the, the mock ones? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I... I'm kind of... I'm agnostic about my grips. I mean, I guess I sort of prefer foam and i will take cork or win for the uh rods mm-hmm. and i think i'm probably the same way on the reels i can get used to that big shimano power grip i can get used to the foam and cork combo that mm-hmm. lose has done i can get used to the big wide lose i think i'll probably be able to get used to this just fine too so it's kind of either one i guess so those were kind of cool i haven't really looked at a whole uh whole ton of baits uh, I do dig that uh, Bill Lewis Outdoors, the Rattle Trap Stutter Step. Okay. Uh, that thing looks pretty cool. Uh, other than that, I haven't seen a whole lot of... So Nothing, the, nothing that really blew me away. The Savage Gear uh, Suicide Duck, mm-hmm. I am hyped to get some. Really? See, I'm not that jacked about it. I, I look at it and figure it's essentially a double whopper plopper. It's big, it's bulky, um, it's got that kind of ploppy action yep. on the little feet that rotate around. I'm, I think that's going to catch fish. Yeah, I made some casts with it back in May, and it was pretty cool. You don't, you're not I, but I wasn't, much, No, I was just kind of like, eh, I don't know, it's like a buzzbait, sort of. Yeah, and maybe it will turn out to be... I mean, the noise that a plopper makes, it's kind of like got a little bit of depth to it. Yeah. And maybe the legs won't just won't be quite right on it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But I'm looking forward to throwing it, because I haven't thrown it, and to throw it next to a plopper and see what I get. Oh, yeah. Um, the uh, striking the drop shot half shell, mm-hmm. like people have been cutting beavers in half forever. I mean, not forever, but for a while. For a while, yeah. Uh, to make a sweet little drop shot bait, that's going to be a sweet little drop shot bait. 
So I like that. Um, I'm kind of intrigued with the live target swim bait series, uh, mainly in the um, the herring. Yeah, for like yeah, the herring. They look like the best ones of that group. To yeah, me. like looking at them. I mean, the honestly, I look at the yellow perch one. I think the color is wrong on it. Mm -hmm. um, it's too bright. I don't think it doesn't look like what uh like what it's gonna. I wonder what Dad's texting me about. Uh, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it's something about fishing. Um, it doesn't look like the right. Um, he's texting about Z hogs oh, or sure. uh, Z craws. Z craw. Uh, it, it doesn't look like the right color, but the herring looks like close to the right color. Maybe not the exact color of a herring bait, but definitely it's got that kind of long profile. And I oh, think yeah. I think these guys are going to have pretty tight action from mm -hmm. what I can tell because it looks like a it's a little bit different looking Huddleston kind yeah. of. And the Huddlestons, when you're not using the 68 Specials, the regular Huddleston has a pretty tight little action mm -hmm. and i think that that could be a sweet little bait because those herring have a tight little action yeah you know they they swim very tight they don't swim uh like as darty i guess or as big as a gizzard shad or something right. like that no i was kind of thinking like that herring uh i thought tulipy you know for like minnesota wisconsin kind of thing for you know small long and skinny bait fish kind of a thing it, it looks like it could be a cool open water smallmouth kind of a deal i also enjoy the fact that the dorsal fin on a lot of the series of that live target thing it's like a weed guard which i think is they all cool. do that yeah yeah i'll be honest i'm a little concerned about hooking fish on those because it's there's it's not, not a, super, a lot of gap and it's not a super soft fin either it's actually like it's kind of stiff yeah to an extent the thing is you could probably just cut that off if yeah. you wanted to and fish it plank uh hey, buy this 15 dollars swim bait also you have to cut stuff off it to catch fish well i mean you do that with lots of baits yeah true every time you buy a frog you trim the tails yeah i i've I, i'm okay with trimming stuff but at the same time yeah it's definitely it's i don't i want to say a concern but something I, if i got it i would definitely be looking to see what happened like if i yeah. fished it and missed like three fish on it i'd be like well we got issues now, on the flip side, it does have that hanger on the bottom. You could put a treble hook on it. Yeah. So. He got that. The, I guess, so I've been doing baits, so I've seen a lot of baits. Right. That's been my deal. There are a lot of things I haven't seen. The Yamamoto uh, Sanchuo is like a flipping bait. He said, <laughs> I'm with reading it mark. and not sure if that's how you say <laughs> it. But it's cool looking. It's got, it's got like one tail, kind of a beaver tail, kind of not. But It's like a reaper. Yeah, it's like yeah. a big reaper almost, yeah. and it kind of has a little bit of a twist to it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I like that one a lot, and I like the Zacco swim bait from Yamamoto too, which I have been kind of teasing as a chatterbait trailer for a while, and yeah. it looks like a pretty primal chatterbait trailer. It's not made out of the same like Senko-type plastic as a regular. Ooh. Uh, it's made out of the same plastic. It's made with less salt. Okay, so... So it's going to live longer. Yeah, I was going to say a little more durable. Yeah. And it's got a little more body and thickness than some of those other um, chatterbait-type trailers like that. Like, the Strike King Blade minnows are a lot mm -hmm. thinner than that. That one's much more uh, Lake Fork, Live Magic Shad, maybe even a little bit bigger Ooh. than that. Which I feel like you kind of want that on a chatterbait. The, it's tough to get one that fits on it just right, despite how good they are for a chatterbait trailer. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll see about that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, like off the top of my head is 
I, you know, I saw and I'm like hyped about. Um, I uh, I did enjoy. I, I shouldn't say enjoy, but I was very intrigued with the, um, so 13 Fishing has like a one-off thing called 1-3 Fishing. Okay. It gets confusing real quick, but it's 13 and then like a sub thing is like 1-3. Some extra branding or something like yeah, that? Yeah, but they launched a line of, a, they have a couple lines of rods that are at like a pretty sweet price point uh, in that 100 to 100 and... $20 kind of price range and the rods are pretty sweet but they also have spinning reels which um, they have three different models and they go from like 49 to 69 to 89 and the $89 spinning reel actually a pretty sweet spinning reel and I hear okay. they're thinking about maybe like 13 fishing might kind of then like launch a higher end spinning reel next year yeah. but for an $89 spinning reel I was kind of into it Okay. It's called like the Creed X something. I don't know. It's cool looking. There's a picture on the website. All right. <laughs> on the subject of spinning reels, the new Shimano CI4 is... Oh, oh real prime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which you would expect it to be because Shimano seems to be able to do no wrong when it comes to making a spinning reel. Yes. And uh, it seems like they just nailed another one. Oh, they did. And it's, um, I like the new look of it. Yeah. It's like a little more subdued than the old CI4s. I feel like the old CI4s had a little more bling going on. This one's just a little more shiny. And, and I told uh, Alex Davis that it looks kind of Stella. Shimano Stella-y. Like, Stella's have always kind of had like that real, like, I feel like real slick line, smooth. Yeah, yeah. Like, not a lot of, like you're saying, not a lot of bling or pop to them. It was just kind of like, here's a really expensive spinning reel. Yep. And that's kind of what the new CI4 looks like. Okay. Well, I guess we'll sort of see how it turns out. Mm-hmm. Um... Let's see. I guess the last thing I want to talk about is, well, I want to talk about two more things. River to Sea is actually selling now what they call a double whopper plopper, or a double plopper. Yeah. It's like two little mini ploppers on a buzz bait. So it's a floating buzz bait kind of deal. Um, man, Dad is just blowing us up here with, yeah. uh, <laughs> with fishing-related text. It's a good podcast for that. Uh, so it's got like two little ploppers on top and then little arms that go down and then a buzz bait body mm -hmm. and i cast it it sounds sweet sounds like two like ploppers should. yeah uh, i don't think it's really going to particularly come through grass that great just because of the design it's got a lot of stuff kind of going on yeah on. it's yeah. not i don't think it's like oh now we've got a weedless plopper i don't think that's the <laughs> scenario uh but it's definitely a little bit different and i'll probably try it but i probably will continue to love my regular ploppers sure uh and then mega bass has a new swim bait that i'm gonna have to look up how which what the uh name of it is um but it's a uh it's like the mag draft mm -hmm. uh but the back of the tail is actually the tail section is slimmer than the mag draft and the whole bait is a little slimmer okay. and the point of it is that it uh it it'll uh, move the t it'll have a lot of tail action, but not a lot of front action. So it'll kind of come through the water, and you'll get your tail, but you won't get a big pronounced roll or anything like that. Oh sure. Um, so it looks uh, it looks pretty sweet from like that side of things. Okay. Um, and it's got a feather on the bottom for. I was gonna say you know, it's got a feathered treble, right? Yeah. 
Or is it unfortunately it's on it's, the treble? It's on the treble. Unfortunately, the feathered treble, the feather makes it so that it doesn't stick very well to the magnet, at least in the prototypes they had. I think it probably will stick well They'll to the magnet out. Yeah. Uh, in the real deal. Um, but honestly, it's got a hook slot where you can stick your... Uh, you can stick one end of the treble up into it, oh, and okay. then you'll have still two hanging down below, which I think that's the way to go with the most line-through style baits or, mm -hmm. like, most bottom hook treble swim baits anyway. So it looks good to me. And that is called the Mag Slowl. M-A-G-S-L-O-W-L. <laughs> You're crushing names today. I mean, come on. Can you believe that name, Mag Slowl? Right? Oh, yeah. that is It's a weird name. <laughs> It is. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm, I guess I'm blowing it, but it's that's what it is. <laughs> no, that's, that seems about right. Um, anyhow, that's my, that's my report. What about Kurt? Kurt, you see anything cool? Yeah. No. No, I'm just kidding. Are we're we live here. Yeah. Well, we're, we're not podcasting. live necessarily. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but we're recording. Um, some cool type of storage stuff. Ooh, Bass Mafia. Bass Mafia stuff was cool. They're the thing that holds... I haven't seen it. I've walked by the, it. Um, <laughs> Jerkbaits? The jerkbait's cool, and the one for, like, tungsten. tungsten but, like, yeah. big tungsten. I don't really care about the smaller size tungsten you can put in it, but it's, like, individual slots for a weight, so they're not, like, banging around on each other and the paint's getting chipped Foam off. Liner, the little holes in it. Yeah. Holes, yeah it's so, like, oh, it goes your, like your two each ounces... Each weight goes in each little hole? Yeah. Like okay. you would expect from Bass Mafia. You know, they're pretty big into the each thing gets its own... Little deal, yeah. ...coffin. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. All right. Yeah, I could see that because I mean, who has like twenty uh, two ounce weights anyway? You have like three, and right. then you're broke. So <laughs> yeah, then you can't afford. To. Yeah, and then you flip one, and a pike busts you off, and you're like, "Well, I got two, and I just lost ten dollars." <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I'll have I to go take a look. That. I'll have to take a look at that on Friday because that's going to be my day to wander a little bit more. Yeah, and I'll for sure need to. Uh, see that one because their regular tackle boxes i like a lot i don't own mm -hmm. one but they're super heavy duty um and i definitely would like to see any additions they've made because it's mm -hmm. a cool deal yeah i almost forgot about that one that was cool all right well i tell you what let's call it a day then let's do so okay uh we've got an email address we do questions comments concerns podcast at flwfishing.com all right please flwfishing on facebook on a YouTube, uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, FLW Official on Snapchat. I know that's been popping off this week. Um, FLWFishing.com for all of your iCast-related needs. Uh, if you want to see the full schedule, look at it again, anything like that. Uh, it's up there. We've got all kinds of videos with different pros uh, wandering around looking at stuff. Kyle, you did a video that seems to be getting rave reviews. Uh, I, I guess I haven't seen it. Where you were uh, walking around and talking about stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so we got a lot of good iCast content up there, and uh, that ought to do it. And we'll be back next week uh, with, I believe, I think it's just you and I, or is it a... Luke Duncan was yeah, coming in. No, it's special guest host Luke Duncan yes. next week. So special guest host slash replacement host Luke yes. Duncan uh, with a side, so, a Kyle, bit of me. Congratulations on being in your final FLW podcast. Thank you. I just uh, want to say it's been a good run. Yeah, and... We will have a, some Costa Challenge picks next week as well. Yes. Maybe emailed in. Maybe we do it over the phone. But, we'll but either way, we'll it's have It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I call a Johnston. Dibs on other Johnston. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as usual, pleasure. And uh, I'm real tired and real hungry. And uh, we got to do this. we got to make tracks. We do. See you.